Okay, good afternoon, gentlemen. So, thanks for joining. Usually when we start these uh, spiritual initiatives, it's usually a busy day at the office, so I know many of you are busy, and it's, uh, it's a testament to our values that we come together for 20 minutes a week to learn something, to speak a little bit about the real, the real world, so to say, what's really going on. So, someone I look up to, his name is Rabbi Moshe Weinberger. He's been giving a weekly class at Meridian Capital for many, many years. So my blessing to us is that we grow to be as big or bigger than Meridian Capital. And I guess the shear should also expand from, he, had, he does an hour, so we'll expand from 20 minutes to an hour at some point as we see uh, tremendous success. So obviously we all have different backgrounds. I'll try to keep it in a way that everyone can understand. If there's a word I use that, that uh, is not understood, please chime in and ask. Don't, uh, don't be embarrassed. So I'll start with just a little bit of a, a tidbit, and I think it's powerful whenever we discuss betachen. So I have, a, I have a grandmother, my wife's grandmother, and for those that know her, she's crazy about the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, she gets uh, aggravated as they lose when they miss a tackle. It's, it's busy. So I think it was last year, there was a game that was on Shabbos, that was on Saturday, and she was not able to watch the game. But with a DVR or whatever they use, she's watching the game Saturday night, but it's a delayed, it's a, it's a taped game. And we noticed, and we, nobody was, was supposed to tell her the score, and we noticed that as they're losing, she didn't care. She didn't mind. They were losing by three, then another touchdown, down by 10, a missed field goal, and she was totally calm. And then someone said that someone had slipped earlier and told her that they won the game. So when she's watching it, she's watching it, she's curious as to what's, you know, how things are going to work out, but she knew the final score is a big W for the Minnesota Vikings, and it was, she was a totally different person. And I remember telling my boys and other people the next day that th this is, this is a, a classic example of how we should, how we should view life, meaning as the game develops, we have no clue how things are going to work out, meaning which play, when, but we do know one thing, that there's a plan, God has a plan, he created this world, there's a plan for how things, what's going to be at the end, and we know the final score is a big W. When will that big W come? We don't know, but when we have that in mind, it allows us to be calm as we take things in, we could have what is known as menucha sanefesh, a certain calmness in life, knowing that there's a big W at the end. And many people learn the, the topic of betachen. Betachen means uh, trust, and we'll get into deeper translations of it. And they assume this betachen means that I'm going to now get rich. That's not the point. The point of betachen is that a person can have what is known as yishavadas, tranquility, being calm, knowing that there's a purpose to every single thing in life, whatever they're going through, whether it's a challenge in health, a challenge in financial matters, in their own home, in relationships, knowing that there's that W at the end, there's a, there's a plan. That is really what Patachan is. So the booklet that I sent out, this was Mayer's request, even though he's not here, but that was his request. He wanted to learn together the Safer. This is a, this is a book written by the close, uh, the inner circle of someone named Rav, Rav Itchemeyer Morgenstern. Rav Itchemeyer Morgenstern is a great rabbi, lives in Yerushalayim. He originally is from England, 
So he does speak English, I believe. But he, um, he's someone who is on a very high spiritual level. And his close students, they put together this, this, uh, these books. And there's a chapter on Bitachon, based Tes Chav of Nun. That's the one we, we sent out, Bitachon. So let's begin. And we'll stop at 12.20, but let's, or 1.20 for you. And uh, let's just jump into what he, uh, what he writes here. So very often when you try to define a word or a topic, the easiest way to do it is to ask yourself, what is the opposite? What is the opposite of this? So he brings a pasuk. The pasuk says, it's a pasuk in Yeshaya. It's a verse in Isaiah. Kel Yeshua, see God, my, my Savior, Eftach, I will trust, Velo Evchad, and I will not fear. Now many of us say this verse after Shabbos, at the end of Shabbos, after Saturday, after resting for uh, 24, 25 hours, we say this verse. We actually add Hine Kel Yeshuasi Eftach Evchad, and just to just to picture it, imagine as we as uh, we experience Shabbos, where we are told a person has to imagine that all his work is complete. There's nothing left for you to do once Friday afternoon kicks in. No emails, no getting back to people. It's over. It's done. You did what you can. And a person has to imagine. that That's what we're being asked. We are being tasked on Shabbos to imagine that all your work was done. There's nothing left for you to do. Throw away that hammer. There's nothing left to do. And enjoy the tranquility, the, the, uh, the peace of Shabbos. And then Shabbos is over. It's Saturday night. And you're about to take out your phone or your emails and get back into the work week so there's the innate fear and we say this verse of Kel Yeshua Eftach I will trust below Efchad and I will not fear so it seems now it's a beautiful way to start the week reminding us that don't be afraid don't be concerned Hashem is who we are relying on ultimately but it also gives us a little bit of a definition of what Bitachon is so if Pachad fear is the opposite of betachen. So then what is betachen? Betachen means not fear. What does that mean? It means you are trusting. In, in, uh, in Israel, the security is called bitachon, security. Insurance is also called bitachon. So like an insurance policy, a um, security detail, there's a trust that I'm not afraid. So that's the point of betachen. Betachen is that you're not afraid. Efchad means I'm afraid. And and. Eftach, betachon, means I'm not afraid. I'm trusting in God. Okay, so let's see. Let's start. Hapachad hu davrakasha. Fear is davrakasha. It's a difficult thing. It's a challenge. Uchashehu ba bechozek, when it comes in a strong way, hu mamish meshatekesa adam. It silences a person. Now I will add that there are different levels of pachad. Obviously, he's going to talk about, your, you know, your, someone's at war or someone gets a terrible diagnosis and their whole life uh, is in a panic and it's a natural thing for people to feel that way but even the small t's in life the small traumas that we all go through on a day-to-day basis when if you're a parent you have a, a child who's not sleeping at night you have a child didn't go to school you have something coming up with your siblings there are different different traumas that come up even the small t's in life things don't go our way you're stuck in traffic there's, there's a pacha, there's a fear. Now, for many people, it's easier for them to deal with the big things because the big things, 
we know we can't control. We can't control politics. We can't control the war. We can't control many things. But you assume you could control traffic. I don't know. You could control certain things in life. So there's pachad. Pachad, we could use the term stress. Stress, nervousness. And uh, that, that would be a, another a broader definition of pachad. So, so he says like this. Ki kasher... When a person hears about things that are coming to him, the Gamroy arrives at the Ram and he, he sees proofs. Look what they're saying on the news. This is what's going to happen. He's, uh, it's typical for him to enter into the state of fear, which is the opposite of Bitachan. Why? Because based on his intellect, it makes sense that this and this is going to happen. One plus one equals two. So if this happens, then we're going to uh, we're going to have these issues. Then he begins to think, Who knows what's going to be with me? Uh, I'm afraid. This is what's going to happen. So what's going to be with me? The the bank is uh, calling back my loan. Whatever situation you're in, you have the reality check. And you ask yourself, what's going to be? So he says, The pachad, the fear, comes from the following thought. There is a person, there's a human being, a cold or a different person, or a different thing, politics. There's something here that wants and is able to, to uh, that is able to cause harm to me. So that means you're believing that there's something out there that could cause harm to me. Let's say someone's at work and there's a boss and, and a, there's a boss that could actually fire me and he's nervous that he's going to get fired. So that person, his pachad is that he's giving power. He's showing that someone in the world has power. That power could be a boss. It could be his wife. It could be his mother-in-law. Whatever the situation is, he's scared of a person. He's scared of a thing politics, the news, the mortgage rates, the interest rates. He's scared of that. So how, how do you combat that? So he says in Bayes, how do you combat this fear? It comes from the power of relying on God. It's a offshoot of someone who has a clarity that Hashem runs the world, that God runs the world. The more a person knows that the more a person has the clarity that the world is run by the one above, there's a hand that leads everything, sometimes it's easier for people to focus on the opposite. That I once heard this from Rabbi uh, Abraham J. Tversky. There was a, he, was, he was a great rabbi and psych- psychiatrist, and he had a, a uh, rehabilitation center. And there was someone who was recovering from AA, from, uh, from sorry, recovering from, from alcohol. He was in AA. And he told Rabbi Tversky that although he does not believe in God, he still prays every day. So he asked him, why do you pray? If you don't believe in God, why do you pray? So he said, because I have to remind myself every day that I'm not God. And when I pray, I, I at least remind myself that it's definitely not me. And... I have a cousin in uh, in in in, uh, in, his, in a big comp- in a big company, and he says that at his board meetings, he used to tell his colleagues just to give them this idea that who knows what's going on out there. Our biggest competitor 
could be having the same exact meeting and figuring out how to get our clients. We don't know. We don't control the world, right? And especially us, we're in the real estate world. Transactions are based on owners' feelings and what the market calls for, what buyers are looking. There's so many different variables that we know we don't control. We don't control the interest rates. We don't control how many permits are going to be given to new builds. There's so many different things that we don't control. And sometimes it's easier to focus on that as a avenue to realize that what am I trusting in? I'm trusting in the world, commerce, capitalism. I don't, I don't control the interest rates. I don't control, I could have a competitor open the same exact shop next door to me, right? You could be, you're in a, you open a restaurant, you spend half a million dollars on your shawarma bar. Two weeks later, the same guy, your friend, who you thought was your friend, opens the shop right next to you. Yeah, you could take him to court and you could fight for 10 years. You don't control anything. So sometimes that's an easier avenue to get back to Betachem. So when I, when I realize that I don't control everything, so hopefully that reminds me that there is someone in control, that's God. So when I recognize that it's all from God, God is in control, so now I can combat this fear. Because the fear is coming from that, this person, my boss, my client, he has power. He has the ability to say yes and to say no. He has the ability to sign, to reject, and I'm scared. What's going to be? I'm nervous. What's going to happen? Because he has the strength. When I realized that, no, he has nothing. He's just a nice person that God created, but all his ability, his capabilities in life is coming from God. It's whatever God wants. He's just a FedEx driver. God is sending the message, and this fellow, he could own $100 million of real estate. He's still a FedEx driver. He just... What, he's just doing whatever God wants him to do. So when a person realizes that, that combats that tension, the stress, the nervousness. And obviously, for most of us, it's, it's a moving target in life. Sometimes we get a reminder once a month, once a year, and we feel like, okay, now I have clarity. But at least as we learn these things, we should realize that it's a moving target. And as you know, we'll grow. Everyone on their own individual level. But that's the way to combat this pachad. So let's just keep reading. Ellie, Ellie, yeah. Can you summarize just like the sure. question and answer, just like from the text, just question that sure. posed and, and the answer. Perfect. Just so we can tie it all together with what you said. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good point. Then we'll stop with that. So let's just go back. So the chapter of this chapter is called Bitachon. Bitachon is trust. So he, he brings a pasuk. What's the opposite of trust? The opposite of trust is fear. Okay? Now, fear, I added, fear can mean many on many different levels, but he uses an extreme example that someone is nervous that a war is coming, things, that the stock market's going to tank, and it's a natural thing. We all go through life, we have our fears, we have our, our, our concerns. So the, and his question is, how does a person combat these fears without you know, just taking drugs, but on, on a basic level, not an extreme clinical issue. On a basic level, someone who has some minor anxiety, they are concerned, they're stressed out. What's the way to combat it? And he says the only way to combat it is when a person has bitachon. When a person has, he's relying on God. And he says when you are fearful, what are you fearful of? You're fearful of a person, of a thing, of a piece of news. That means you are, you are acknowledging uh, incorrectly 
that that person or that thing has power. The Fed, the Fed has power. The, my boss, my wife, they have power to hurt me. And I'm nervous, what are they gonna do? I have no clue what's going to happen. But when you remind yourself that every single thing in this world, he says, any action that happens in this world, even the small, seemingly insignificant thing, someone, uh, you get into a fender bender, it's all coming from God. So if it's all coming from God, what am I nervous of? I'm nervous from my boss, he's a FedEx driver. He, it's not him, it's God. It's God sending me messages through him, God conducting his world through the various people, through the seven billion people in this world, or however the number is today. But there's nothing to be afraid of because there's no one to be afraid of a person. The person himself doesn't have that power. Okay, so there's a lot more to do. We'll, uh, we'll stop here just to keep it to, uh, to 20 minutes. And uh, I'll stick around for a minute if anyone has any questions. But uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining. Looking forward to continue, uh, continuing this.